very practical today and something that I think plagues every single human being to one extent or another or in one way to another. And that's the issue of insecurity. We're going to talk about overcoming insecurity. You know, every human being was created uh, with the need to feel valued and significant, to feel powerful, to feel good and pure and um, and, and like they're making a contribution. Uh, and because we have 7 billion people on the planet and so much of the concept of significance and value is passed on by people who are broken that don't have a sense of their own significance and value. Uh, we grow up, we can grow up feeling lost in the crowd or we can grow up feeling like above the crowd. Uh, and we have these really messed up ideas of our worth and our value and our significance. And so uh, we end up being insecure. And, you know, this can present, there's, there's basically two ditches to insecurity. And that is uh, the ditch of you matter and I don't. <laughs> I'm not enough. And the ditch of I matter and you don't. <laughs> and that's kind of more narcissism, right? And so we have two two ditches, but they're all based on a, an inherent insecurity uh, because we're not seeing ourselves, we're not secure in who we are rightly rooted and grounded uh, in love with the eyes of God who sees us in our inherent worth and value and significance uh, that actually is eternal. Uh, so um, let, let's dive in. I'm going to take you first to Ephesians 2.10. And this is from the Amplified Version. I, I really love this particular uh, version of this, this scripture. It says, For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. <laughs> um, the big the big issue with that is we are his workmanship. That is pertinent here. We are his workmanship. The Passion Translation says we have become his poetry. This is the work, word poema, poem, poema, <laughs> from which we do get poetry or poem. And the truth is you are God's poem to the world. This was something that he planned in advance before the foundation of the world. You were crafted before the foundation of the world, one with Christ, adored. He chose you. He was unwilling to do without you. You were so important that he chose you. He had to secure you before he sent you. <laughs> so you were joined with him before the foundation of the world. You actually didn't have a vote in the process <laughs> because he chose you. And then hopefully in this side, of uh, reality of your experience, uh, you choose him back. 
where which you experience uh, salvation and and that outworking. Uh, but you were chosen, you were crafted, you were significant. So the truth is all our areas of insecurity that I'm not enough, that I'm too much, you know, there's something wrong with me, um, or that I matter more than other people, that's also an insecurity, uh, rests in the fact that we're not tracking with what God is saying. And for the people that really struggle with the you matter, I don't type of thing, uh, we are, um, we are needing ministry in our hearts about our intrinsic worth and value, uh, because that's already been established. Your intrinsic worth and value is based on who God made you to be, which is eternal. And he created you not just good and not just holy. Yes, but a workmanship, a masterpiece of art, a poem to the world. I love the poetry aspect because God didn't express you in kind of scientific terms. He didn't express you with anything that's quantifiable. He expressed you with something with mystery and poetry and romance and and something that's greater than the sum of its parts that you have this express gorgeous image of Christ expressly in your unique flavor that is breathtaking and one of a kind. Uh, and that if that's not expressed on the earth realm, there is a void in the universe that is that, that we suffer. We suffer as creation when you're not expressed in the fullness of who you are. That's why creation is released from its bondage as you are unveiled, but you need to be unveiled to you. And if you're feeling insecure, you just haven't learned to rest in who you are. And the problem is, is when you have 7 billion plus voices, okay? Uh, and then of course, with social media, everybody's voice can get press coverage, right? It's easy to fall into the place of feeling insignificant in the sea of humanity, but there are no insignificant people and you're not insignificant. Now you're not more significant uh, than other people. It's not that, you know, God made everybody uh, significant, but some more significant than others. No, we're all significant. And it's a fallen um, state of humanity where we rate one another and the value of one another uh, in terms that are not couched in original design are not couched by the one who created you and crafted you and sees your value greater uh, than any other person, entity on the planet. He knows who you are. He knows how he crafted you. He is in love with you. You know, I was ministering to someone who was just hurting and she'd made some bad choices and some sinful choice in this. We're just really feeling the effects of that and the fallout of that. And they were significant and serious. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, God sang to her and he sang, uh, the song of, of, uh, and I love it because it's a secular song, right? Um, wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. And this is what God was singing to her in her place of 
I've really blown it. I've really blown it. I've made, I went against, you expressed me, told me not to da, 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 da. And I did da, 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 da. And, um, and, and now the consequences are coming home to roost. And I violated my first love and yada, yada, yada. And she was just in such pain about that. And he was just singing. Oh, he was so happy. I've been waiting for you to turn to me. And I adore you. And he was serenading her. And every single person he wants to serenade. That's how significant and value uh, and, and, and full of value that you are. And if you need healing there, connecting with God, understanding that you have been forgiven and receiving that forgiveness and forgiving yourself because the ways that we violated our own conscience and hurt other people, it separates us from God in our minds. And so we feel unworthy or not valuable or whatever. And then if you don't have a conscience, if your conscience is seared and you're pathological that way, God's going to have to address you and accost you in a different way. That's the other ditch, the narcissistic patho pathological ditch. Um, but either way, um, there's a void in humanity. And, and, you know, these false ways of being that look so great, but they're not really you. That stuff's going to burn up, not because God is after, is punishing, but because, because you were made in the image and likeness of him. And so God is love. And so everything that's not of love's kind will burn up. It absolutely will because, because you are too wonderful and uh, delightful and masterful and mystical and gorgeous and powerful and significant that that not being expressed, no, that's not going to happen. And so the, the more you can cooperate with what the Lord is doing and allowing him to burn that up. And one of the things he is going to burn up as well is insecurity. Is this, I'm not enough. Is this, I'm ugly. Is that, I'm too fat. I'm too stupid. I'm, you know, not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not significant enough. I'm not talented enough. You know, I stutter. I this, I that. Give, pick a card, any card. Um, because we, we struggle with it. Or the sense that honestly, you're all that in a bag of chips in and of yourself. Yeah, that puppy's going to go too, because pride is also a false way of being that is going to burn up. And one of the things that we do violence to ourselves is that we compare ourselves amongst ourselves, uh, right? So Paul said, it's not wise to compare yourself amongst yourselves. Now, looking at other people and the and the way and admiring them and like, wow, that's amazing. That's inspiring. And, you know, rooting for them, all of that, being inspired by one another. Absolutely. We're here to cheer one another on and champion one another and admire one another while you are happy being you, while you're like, I'm, I, I'm so satisfied to be me. Uh, I love being me and I get to be me and you get to be you. And that is, uh, that is perfect. That's the way it's designed to be. You know, um, I've been kind of going through a season of, 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 of change and some insecurities and things. And I love it when they come up. It, it always feels crappy. 
<laughs> I don't love the feeling of it. Um, but I love it when it comes up because it gives me an opportunity to get even more rooted and grounded. What in love? The fact that you are so loved, your rooting and your grounding is in something that never fails. And so that place where he loved you and gave himself up for you is that you are so significant. He's unwilling to leave you alone and all these false ways of being that you are presenting and you can fight him. You can run away from him. You can ignore him. You cannot believe him, but he's not going to leave you alone because one way or the other, he's going to convince you of your worth and your value that's intrinsic apart from all these external things that we measure ourselves by. And so the measuring sticks that we have, those things, if they're not through the eyes of Jesus Christ, um, they're going to go. So, you know, it's kind of funny. So I've been like really, you know, when you kind of like, you know, you could be doing better, but you're just not, you know, and you know, you're not, um, and it's like, I've been so like disgusted with myself and I'm like, God, I'm so disgusted with myself. And he's been saying to me, he's been saying, you're perfect. You're doing well. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. So I'm perfect and I'm doing well. So Jesus show me how I'm perfect and I'm perfect in his complexion, com complexion, in his complexion, in his um, completion, right? In his perfection. I am perfect in him and he is perfecting me and we're working it out. So the ugly stuff that is not that, the insecure, that's all coming up. Hallelujah. Get that crap out of there, right? And then, um, you know, and that, that I'm doing well. So his in the struggle where I'm like, I'm just not like, my attitudes are sucking and, you know, you know, and I'm just like, just not super happy. And he's like, you were doing well because I'm pushing through it and I'm reaching to him in that and trusting him to bring the increase and bring the upgrade. And that I can say I'm doing. So that makes me happy uh, with that. But you are his poetry, his poem to the world. Um, uh, Colossians 2, 9 through 11, the New American Standard, it says, for, for in him, all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. This is referring to the incarnate Christ, right? And in him, you have been made. This is past tense. You have been made complete. So this is why you're perfect. The word perfection is the word completion, okay? So you are perfect because you are complete in him. And that perfection and completion is being worked out in glory to glory to glory. Now, in that working out, you know what comes out when we're in that process of being upgraded? All the crap that doesn't look like that. And it's coming up to be dealt with. It's coming up to be, um, to be purged. It's coming up to be cleansed. It's coming up to be healed. Right. And so pretending like you don't have a problem is really toxic. You know, I was ministering to a pastor and he's so amazing and he's had his own journey. Um, and I've seen all sorts of fallout in that journey. And he was talking about all these great things he was doing. I was like, that's great. All the leadership training and all of that. Absolutely. And I was saying, create a culture of wholeness where you can come up and be authentic with struggles and authentic uh, with issues and authentically growing and being teachable and being conformed into the image of Christ, not in a religious way, but in an authentic 
uh, rubber meets the road. Um, I, 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 I'm having someone help me with my issues. And I require, if you're going to be on my leadership team, I require you to be having someone to help you deal with your issues because you got them. I got them. We all got them. It's a level playing ground and we're not going to get through this, just me and Jesus. And, you know, I was really ministering that to him today because, I mean, man, you look at all the, I mean, like, just pick a card, any card. Whenever you're listening to this, there will be some Christian leader that spun out and they had an amazing ministry and they were amazing and they are amazing. But man, there's a lack of wholeness why their, their anointing could not be withstand the level of wholeness. And they got prideful. They started hiding. It got to be about the vision at the cost of people. It got to be about their ministry. It got to be about this. I'm building up my ministry and my significance and I'm getting my identity from what I do, including ministry and blah, 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 blah. You start to believe your own press or maybe Honestly, you, you started out a narcissist who's anointed and charismatic and all that kind of stuff. And it's all drawing onto you and feeding your narcissism. And that spins out and that unravels. And ultimately, it's all going to come undone except what is of God. And so if you're building whatever you're building, man, dig into that. Dig into whatever the Lord is doing to lead you and guide you into that wholeness. Uh, you're being conformed into the image of Christ, not because you're unacceptable, but because you're too accepted to accept anything less than who you truly are. And that's the process of being conformed into the image of, of God because you are worth all that, because you are um, you are uh, someone who is so significant and in that place of significance you can rest and be secure. You can be secure as a son and daughter. I recently did a teaching on the orphan hearted um, uh, 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 mindsets, right? Uh, and if you haven't listened to that, it's on the podcast. Uh, it's a two-part series. But I did that because that's a place of insecurity that we think we're orphans. We think we're less than. We think we got to perform. We think our identity has to do with what we do. And let me just say this. You were made to perform. But it's from the place of being an accepted and acceptable, secure son and daughter so that your identity, your sense of worth and value doesn't come from what you do, but what you do is an expression of who you actually are, a byproduct of who you are, but doesn't define who you are. Success doesn't define you. Failure doesn't define you. Your sin doesn't define you. Your level of holiness doesn't define you. You are just defined by the one who loved you and gave himself up for you and nothing less than that is worthy of who you are. So don't be condemned in the process. Uh, be fanned and urged on to yield to the glorification process because you are all that, even though it doesn't feel good. But God is, God is conforming you into his image because you are holy and lovely and significant and you can be secure in what you have to offer. Oh my goodness, we need you. We need you. You know, be yourself. Everyone else is taken, right? Oscar Wilde. And that's what is needed. And if someone, there's lots of people that'll tell you something else. 
And if you're one of those people that tells people something else, like, can I just help you? Let me just shut up. <laughs> Quit tearing people down. Uh, you know, it's not a contribution to tear someone down. Now, to, uh, to basically confront someone with a false way of being that may be prideful or narcissistic, whatever. Well, you know, be led. There are times when we need to confront people and hold people's feet to the fire because they are every bit of that, not from a place of condemnation, but because of the place of who they are in him, that you're, you're, you're a son and daughter, you're being, uh, you're changing because you are nothing less than who you are is worthy of who you are. And you can be secure in that. So if there's a healing process that needs to happen, take those places to the Lord. Take those times when you were told you were stupid, fat, and ugly, and sinful, and shameful, and blah, 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 all the crap that, that people get told that you were less than, that you're not enough, or that everything you do is better than everybody else. That needs to be healed as well. Uh, because we're, as we remain in him and him in us, we will bear much fruit apart from him. We can do nothing. So any apart place that says you're not enough or any apart place that says I'm enough, enough apart from you. Well, that puppy's got to go <laughs> because that's not truth. Uh, and that's not worthy of who you are. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Share this with uh, someone who needs this. Uh, you are all needing to grow and, and become more settled and comfortable with who we are. Uh, know you're adored. You're accepted. You truly are. You are so significant. You're God's favorite thing. Let him minister to you in what that looks like specifically uh, with that so that we can enjoy the, the truth of who you are in, in humility, knowing that, you know what, you're all that in a bag of chips because God made you that way. So you can't take credit for it, but you can cooperate with what he's doing and rest and be secure in who you are and what that looks like. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing. Have a fabulous day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.